You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, episode number 395. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and unfortunately my co-host John Carcutt can't make it today. He's having a little problems with his computer. But we are lucky enough to be interviewing Roger Monty, a website publisher, owner of SEO consultancy, martinibuster.com, and a staff writer at Search Engine Journal. Welcome, Roger. Hi. Glad you could come. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for, for the invite. Yeah, well, you know, John and I often um, discuss the articles you write on Search Engine Journal. I, I really, every time I see your name, I know it's going to be a great article. So thank you. you oh, thanks. Yeah, I try to put a little... Uh, Extra in there is something, you know, to make it worth people's while uh, to, to read it. Thank well, you. yeah, and, and it, uh, I used to do my own writing. I haven't done a lot for a while, but when I used to do it, I was a bit obsessive myself. I like to over deliver every time I did it, but it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. For me. Well, some know. of these topics, um, it has like, uh, there's a lot of background information that sometimes we can assume people know. And even though I try to like fill in all the background information, so even if you're new to a topic that, that I might be writing about, you can still follow along and, and learn, learn it as you go through the article. And even then, sometimes I'll get an email saying, I, what do you mean by this? You know, and then I realize, oh, geez, I, I did overlook a, a little detail. And, and, you know, so you can't... <clears throat> can't really assume that you know everything you say people are going to understand what you're talking about That's you know true. even if you say the word serp 
you can't you know <laughs> assume that people knows know what a SERP is, which is you know search engine result page. Yeah, I um, I find myself doing that too, especially when I'm communicating with clients. You just want to rush through and get them an answer, but you're like, no, there's no way I'm going to use that term. What the hell? They're not going to understand anything I'm saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, search engine result pages is a little uh, lengthy, so there's good reason we use them. Yeah. But, uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, how and when you started SEO. Well, uh, back in the nineties, I, I mean, I was in San Francisco and um, there are lots of people I knew that were working on the internet. And, and I was just like, wow, this is really cool. And people showing me like, yeah, you can you know, do all this and find all that. And I was like, wow. And so my wife encouraged me to, um, go back to school and um, learn how to code. And so I went to this um, nonprofit accredited school that was uh, founded by uh, uh, some engineer from Apple in San Francisco. And um, I learned um, HTML and PHP and Photoshop and you know all kinds of things. And the teachers were people who wrote for O'Reilly, you know, all the missing manual and, and all those books. So the teachers were really high quality um, people who literally wrote the book on HTML and Dreamweaver, whatever, you know, we were studying back then, Photoshop and yeah. So after that, <clears throat> I started uh, building sites and monetizing and, um, and, uh, just been working from home pretty much since about, um, I think 2001. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. 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 So, so you would have started in what, when, when would your official start date be in the SEO industry? <laughs> oh, I don't know. 1999, 2000, something like that. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Depends, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> I mean, it takes a while. It, it, you know, that's what I tell people who are just <clears throat> getting into SEO that, it takes a while sometimes to just get enough air under your wings to just get off yeah. and take flight and, and be able to work from home and, and, and have it be a viable business. Cause I went, you know, for a couple of years working, uh, working a job and mm -hmm. then coming home and working on my projects to, uh, and once it was making enough money, I could, I could just, you know, stop working and, and just work on my own projects. I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I did the same thing for the longest. I, I well, for the first four years, I think three or four years, I I had another job at all times. And just you know, it's good pays to be cautious. Um, sure. And you get a bit of that. You know, can I do this? Can I do this? Because I may really make this happen. And then when it does start happening, it's kind of amazing. And I'm, I'm my first employee was Jim Hedger, and oh uh, yeah. Back in uh, 2001, I guess. I can't remember now. But um, it was pretty cool to get my first one. Uh, it was quite a change. Um, I, didn't, I had no idea how to deal with an employee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, it, is, it is a lot nicer to have a little assistance. Um, and then when you get to a point where you're, you've got everything down pat, I can see how you can go backwards and decide that, you know what? It's good just to work for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from the beginning, uh, the first clients I got were um, all like B two B software related. I guess because I was in San Francisco, there was a lot of software companies and and some big names 
two uh, that I consulted for. And um, the, the funny thing about that is that because it's a it's a it's a name brand and and it's B two B, there are certain things you can do uh, with with them in order to promote them. So it's almost like doing SEO with your hand tied behind your back. Because back then, <clears throat> that was during the heyday of you know directory listings and, and reciprocal <laughs> links, and you you can't do that with with you know a B two B legit <laughs> type of site. So it, it really forces you to be creative and come up with um, strategies um, that other people aren't doing. And, and, and I, it was really fun, you know, doing, um, coming up with ideas and, and learning. Um, and, and this is when <clears throat> AdWords didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess it's called Google Ads now. And it was like overture, and then Google came out with their their advertising product, and and uh, so getting on that and finding opportunities, and and that was that was a lot of fun, and just keeping tabs on, you know, it's on a lot of times opportunities aren't going to come to you, but you got to like really be online and and, and seek them out and and mm -hmm. find out where. Where are all the customers at? Where are they hanging out? And who are the customers? What are they? Are they IT people? Are they are they managers? And and where do I find them? How do I reach them? Who's making the decisions? And and then and that's how I did that's how I did the marketing for some of these really hard to SEO type businesses, and it worked really well. That's great. Yeah, and and, and also learning like being in the right places. Uh, where you're not the smartest person in the room, not even by far, and just learning, just soaking it in. I love that. Like they say, if you're if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Um, <laughs> true, <kind of> <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I found that uh, humbling, but always amazing. It's so you got to be a bit addicted to learning, especially in this industry. Um, I mean, you, yeah. you know, you think yeah. back then we thought things were moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well, you know, it seemed like every other week that somebody was getting purchased by somebody else. Usually Yahoo oh, yeah. was buying somebody or Google was buying somebody. But you think about the SEO realm, though. I mean, updates oh, and yeah. stuff were a joke back then compared to now. Now it's, you know, white papers and um, patents are everything. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. You know, um, there's a lot of bad information on uh, SEO information. And I don't know, our industry has has a history of, of, of doing these correlation studies and, and, and nonsense word type studies. And, <clears throat> and they result in information that isn't necessarily uh, correct and 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 if you cross-reference it with um, patents and white and 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 research papers that 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 have been done, you can tell like uh, well yeah that hasn't been researched. There's no patents about it, so highly unlikely that you know the results of this search search results correlation study is correct. You know that kind of thing, and and there's a long history of that in our industry, and I think. We, as an industry, need to really go back 
to understanding what's an authoritative source, you know, and one of the things you know I love about Bill Slosky is he's he looks at the patents and mm-hmm. and <clears throat> yeah, there's no guarantee that's Google using it, but understanding what has been studied, uh, what has been researched or patented gives you an idea of what is possible. And it's not going to, you know, tell you how the Google, how Google's algorithm actually works, but it gives you an idea of, of, of what kind of direction you should, you, you, you should be going in or in what directions you should not be going in. Yeah. You get a peek into their, into their mind, even if it isn't something they ended up implementing, um, you see direction. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And not just Google's, uh, patents, but Microsoft Bing, um, they're doing some amazing things. And, and you know, <laughs> everything kind of runs in parallel and because and, and, Microsoft's been doing BERT for a while, you know. So a lot of these things, there's there can be some overlap, uh, especially yeah. in machine and learning and AI. How would you describe BERT to our sort of newer listeners, let's say? <laughs> BERT is just a machine. It's just a, a, a way of, of understanding uh, search queries and and um, and and documents and and then using that and, and it goes beyond simple text text matching. You know, it's all about just really understanding what the concepts and topics are and mm-hmm. being better able to match a search query to a, a document. And <clears throat> it's um, it's it's some pretty interesting stuff. You know, because it results in um, the search results are less and less becoming about the keywords that you use. I mean, it's important to use keywords and, and be precise, of course, and it always will be. But uh, because of um, all the different uh, AI and, and machine learning and neural matching that they're using, <clears throat> you don't have to use the, I mean, they, they, they're able to pull up documents that don't necessarily use the keywords they, they might use different words and uh, and it makes it can make ranking a little little difficult perhaps i don't know maybe yeah, <laughs> you know because like how <laughs> and and what's interesting is that uh, the impact that these algorithms have like in a not too distant past um i want to say like six seven years ago uh the search results pages called SERPs, let's call them SERPs. The SERPs had a lot of um, like top five type answers. Do you remember that happening? Like you would search for something it's like, oh, top five ways to accomplish this or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think that was like an artifact of, of the algorithms that Google was using that it was understanding kind of, th- th- those were easier to understand as a concept and, and <clears throat> But um, they've improved, and you're seeing less and less of that kind of content being ranked. And now, with those passages thing that Google's introducing, it gives long-form content a chance. Um, yes. One thing, you know, clients that come to me with ranking problems, one of the problems they had was they were overwriting their content, so they would have. This desire to write an authoritative, um, comprehensive 
web You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4-6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. Age about a certain topic. And, you know, they'd end up with a 5,000, 7,000 word document that's all over the place. And, and yeah. when you look at what Google's ranking, they're ranking like 800 word, 1700 word pages. Why is that? Is it because the algo has trouble understanding content that's longer than 1700 words? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's easier to understand, or maybe it's better for users. Users prefer that. But maybe then they now share with them the... more because they're easier to digest, <clears throat> right? It makes yeah. More sense. And how are people digesting them on their cell phones? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, even I love reading in the New Yorker and the Atlantic, but wow, those articles are long. And if I'm on my cell phone, it better be well written because I'm not sticking with it. No, no. And it's funny, you mentioned about the keywords and optimizing and stuff. And, and I still get, well, I, we all do get the question about how do I optimize a page and, and, you know, it's so hard. And then what keywords do I use? And I, you know, I always tell them just, you know, be the expert you are in your market, write the article as you want it to be read. Don't worry about keywords. You know, Google's yeah. getting so good at understanding it that we don't have yep. to worry about throwing this word in here and this word in here. At the end of it, if we go through it as an SEO, we see the odd opportunity to throw in a keyword that might be of use, we'll do it, but don't worry yep. about it. And it's so much better. The quality of content that comes out is so much better as well. Yeah. And I think this BERT, I mean, the uh, passages thing mm -hmm. might give the longer form content a, a better mm -hmm. chance. You know, um, there's this, I was talking to you early, there's this uh, research paper from Google on a kind of like an, a different flavor of Bert <clears throat> called Smith. <laughs> yeah, this name is hilarious. Siamese multi-depth transformer-based hierarchical encoder for long-form document matching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh, I man. think that the dates from uh, April of 2020. And, uh, but it's kind of cool, you know, because it says, um, you know, when you're looking at research papers, <clears throat> you can't, you can't, Google, Google rarely, <laughs> if ever, points to a research paper and says, yeah, we, we did that, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it seems like they change the names of, of, of what's in the research paper and what's in, you know, with the exception of like Bert. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> but uh, uh, with this Smith thing, it's pretty interesting because it's all about um, being able to understand long form content. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it even talks about passages where, and but the thing about research papers is what I look for is what are the results, and uh, and it usually comes at the end of the of the research paper, and they say, you know, oh, these are promising results, and we need to do more study. Hmm. Then that means mm, maybe it's not in use. <clears throat> it's you know you have to look for the uh, 
what they did afterwards. But sometimes they say um, that this this research paper, our research shows that doing it this way blows away uh, all reference, you know, uh, reference current processes, and and this is significantly better. Of, and then that's kind of like, hmm, maybe Fine. that's something to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And this one says um, that our proposed Smith model outperforms the previous state-of-the-art models and increases the maximum input text length from 512 to 2048 when comparing with BERT-based baselines. Pretty compelling. Pretty compelling, yeah. And, you know, it, what it does is um, it, it says uh, it's looking at um, longer passages and sentences and paragraphs and it's able to like go through and just understand long documents. It says long documents contain internal structure like sections, passages and sentences. And it's looking at that. Kind of cool. It's amazing. Is yeah. this well, what Google's using? I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about this a little further in a second here, but first uh, we're going to take a quick break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. We're joined by Roger Monty, a website publisher, owner of SEO consultancy, martinibuster.com, and a staff writer at Search Engine Journal. We've just been discussing the passages of, well, the, the, we've talked about this actually in the last couple episodes as well, because it's just so fascinating, uh, of Google's indication that they're going to be using passages in 2021 to, um, well, they're going to be showing passages from content within search results. And uh, Roger uh, brought up a very interesting uh, patent application. I think it was a patent application, wasn't it? Or was it it's research? a research paper. Research paper, okay. It's um, a Google research paper. Okay, that uh, gives some strong indication that this, is, this, this could be what's behind passages. Um, again, it's a certain amount of speculation here. We don't know. But uh, from what we just correct. talked about, it's pretty big, pretty big deal. And it looks fairly compelling. So how do, how do you think this is going to infect, affect the SEO industry? Now, I realize we're speculating at this point, so everyone know that. Uh, we've been doing this a while, though, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see what you think. Um, I think that um, it, it just puts more, it just tightens the screws on publishers to be um, more accurate in, in how mm they uh, approach topics and in a way it kind of seems unfair because some people write a certain way you know and they they might in an article about something related to business they might invoke um a movie from the 1980s and, and make metaphors and and whatnot and which is like totally off topic and might you know, throw off algorithms um certainly when i work with clients who did that kind of thing, they experienced better results with some um, good editing and sharpening their focus on the content. And it's almost like the early days of SEO when you needed to put the keyword in the heading title, you know, have an H1 and all this other stuff. Cause if you didn't, you would never rank. Mm-hmm. And now it's more, a, about being very organized in your writing it, to plan out what you want to communicate, what you want to solve, what problem you want to solve, and the steps to solving it and having pictures and, and images that, that illustrate that or even like a animated GIF, you know, that <clears throat> shows the steps. And having a little animation there is really cool because um, in one picture, somebody could just stop there and just see you know, the transition of like how something is done, you know, rather than have burden them with having to scroll through like four or five images to see how something is done. And, um, but anyway, the point being, uh, how do you communicate? And it just seems like you just have to be a little more organized. John Mueller said that it gives, that um, the whole purpose of BERT is that um, they can, understand your content better and that you don't it gives sloppy writers well i don't know he didn't say that (laughs) exactly (laughs) but he said he did say that um it gives um more 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 pages a chance to rank Mm -hmm. yeah well in, in a way they seem to be pushing again just 
sort of riffing off what you just said, almost like a more journalistic planning process to content, which is good for everyone in many ways. I mean, I realize it doesn't yeah. work for everyone, but it planning is a good thing. Um, yeah. I know I've in the past just started writing, but I've always ended up going back and going, you know, I need to move this here, move that there. Cause you know, when you read it again, you're like, that's kind of a mess of spaghetti. <laughs> this thing's got to be yeah. Yeah, so more yeah. structure. That's something I, we've agreed on. We Barry was on the other uh, last episode as well, and Barry agreed. You know, more structure in content is probably going to be important. Um, it's fun make, doing some conjecture with this stuff. I mean, it's always interesting, and I know it's probably not as SEO one one as a lot of people are here to listen for, but it is a peek at what's coming. Um, yeah, and- I, I like to think of it in terms of like, you know, when people search for this, I call it the latent question. And latent means something that's like hidden underneath. Like, what are they really trying to say? Like in New England, people speak this way and yet you need like a New England English to English (laughs) translator to understand sometimes what people are (laughs) telling you because there's a lot they say that's in between the lines. So, Uh you know, they might say, yeah, did you see Bob? He came, walked through the doors, both arms swinging. And what he, what they're really trying to say is that <laughs> that he let his wife carry all the luggage into the hotel. <laughs> you, uh. know? <laughs> you know, so instead of saying what a lazy saw, what a lazy person, they'll say, yeah, he came into the door, both arms swinging. Oh and, my God. Uh, that's awesome. So, so you know, um, same thing. Um, Oh God, what was I heading towards? <laughs> <laughs> well, reading between the lines, really. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah. Where was and, I going with that? Um, there was some, a point well, talking about, about latent question. Oh, right, right, right. The latent question. Right, right, right. So the thing about the latent question is when somebody types Jaguar, the latent question is, where can I buy a Jaguar? Or where can I look at pictures of a jaguar? Um, in, in in every keyword phrase, it should be looked at to understand what's the latent question. What is people? What are people really asking when they type in, you know, blah blah blah? Mm. And so you, you, you in sometimes <clears throat> a keyword has multiple latent questions, so you have to choose. Well, which question am I answering? Am I am I answering this one question? Is that relevant for my product, or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish? And and then you know make your choice. Or you can be comprehensive if that's you know good for you uh, with whatever goals you you have. Whether it's get clicks on an ad or get or get clicks on an affiliate link or just sell a product, you know whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So <clears throat> I like to look, think in terms of what is the latent question that's hidden in the search query? And then you, 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 you write down those insights and then you write the article. So, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody- You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. 
you said art writes um, queries like say, you know, um, uh, what is structured data? And well, your article, my your article can be this is what structured data is. And this is mm -hmm. what structured data does, and this is what structured data benefits you, and that is i try to always no matter what i'm writing whether it's like for an affiliate site or whatever <clears throat> the benefit part mm -hmm. i think is in a lot of scenarios in terms of content is what's so important like you know what's in it for me and yeah i actually so, had a really interesting talk with a client today it was fast i love having talks like this and um, he, he told me, you know, uh, he gave me some great feedback and he said that, uh, you know, you, you guys send me great information, but I don't really have time to read it. But when you guys send me information, like I need this to get, I need X amount of hours to get this done for you. And the reason why is if you don't do this, this is what will happen. He immediately proves it. If we try to describe it, explain it, he's like, I don't care. Just it, it's about getting that answer ab about what it could do. What are the benefits? What are the negatives? Hey. Yeah, and I'm. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm a. <clears throat> I'm an angler, and um, I remember um, years ago there was um, a, f a fishing lure company based out of Colorado, and I can't remember their name right now. But uh, what was cool? <laughs> what was cool was like you know. Like a lot of fishing lure companies, they 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 you go to their web page and it's like, oh, it's got these ribs on the side that creates vibrations <laughs> and 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 it's like these colors are just right. And and they go on and on about all the features, all this stuff. But at this trout, this trout lure manufacturer, they just had a video of this of this guy <laughs> who's like hiding behind bushes at a river. And then he like flicks, flicks a lure out, gives it a couple of cranks, boom, fish on. He shows, he holds up the trout, you know, to the camera, throws it in the back, flicks out the lure, gives another crank, another fish. And he like <laughs> does this over and over. And I'm like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Every color. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is what's in it for me. Trout. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's as simple as that, you know, content, wow. you know, this is just a I video it, yeah. and video is content, but you know, content sometimes just boils down to sh telling people you can catch a lot of fish with this, <laughs> you know, very simple. simple yeah. Works. Yeah. To the yeah. And of the issue. You know, those trout, those trout lures work too. <laughs> I caught a lot of, <laughs> I caught a lot of trout with them. Yeah. So how soon did you buy stock? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I even have some colors that they don't make anymore. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, um, I've got a, a couple more questions for you for, uh, for sure. the show, but uh, let's take another quick break. When we get back, we'll uh, talk a little bit about common issues you encounter with SEO. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing 
and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. That's me. We're joined by Roger Monty, a website publisher, owner of SEO consultancy, martinibuster.com, and a staff writer at Search Engine Journal. So, I sort of a question. We're going to get to something you mentioned earlier about website, WordPress development. But for now, I'm curious uh, for listeners here and a lot of people who are always looking for gems. What are the most common issues you're encountering with SEO? I know you do a lot of your own stuff, but like you said earlier, a lot of people still reach out to you for help. Um, what do you see the most of? I think that um, I think the most common thing is is content. It. it I mean. But they don't have it or they haven't done it right? Certainly links uh, can, in, in competitive uh, areas, um, mm. links can play a role. And the more competitive it is, the more important having the right links mm. uh, becomes. And there are a lot of particularly, uh, well, I won't mention any niches, but mm-hmm. um, there there's some niches where everybody is doing the same thing and and everybody's following the perceived leader and that's not necessarily in terms of links always the best way because sometimes these links are just ignored and um you can get you can jump ahead by doing something different and better and um and, and, and paying attention to a lot of these link type tools will tell you what <clears throat> what uh topic the the, the 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 website or the web page that a link is in and uh sometimes this can be off topic and sometimes some of these pages where you're getting links are on topic and that's kind of what you want to stick with um mm. but uh it seems like the most common thing is just this content and and having content that is just direct and um and and in, in and easy to read um, for not just for people, but um, for bots. And and sometimes you you put you can put content in like a, an app like Hemingway, the Hemingway app, and it'll like show that it's like at a I don't know fourteenth grade reading level or something, and and it's, it'll tell you how difficult some of the passages are. And um, you use that I just often? find. Um, not for my stuff on search engine journal, uh, but for my own stuff, I do, uh, I, I kind of like, you know, I kind of can do it without putting it in the app. You know, the app is in my head and, yeah. 
yeah. and I can just kind of like see that something is too long and <clears throat> particularly, you know, you look at articles in, in, in your cell phone and it's, it can be startling. Like, oh my gosh, this article is so long, you know, and it's just one paragraph, you know, it's just like <laughs> on and on. And really paragraphs should, should be in small chunks. Like I think two sentences, three sentences max. And sometimes some paragraphs are better or more useful in, in one sentence chunks. Yeah. And, um, and then sometimes just got to think in terms of like a narrative that kind of builds and towards a solution or maybe just throw the solution out there right right in front and then and then explain why the solution works you know there's different ways to approach it yeah kind of um, like the too long didn't read just give them that at the beginning and then say if you want to know more here this is the reason why and yeah exactly yeah. yeah and then that way you can satisfy the people who just want the direct answer and mm -hmm. satisfy the people who want um more in depth and, and, and just pray Google doesn't Google doesn't put it into search results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A snippet or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? If, if anybody's going to be in a snippet, might as well be you. Yeah. <laughs> true. This is true. It could be the worst. Yeah. There's, there's worse things that could happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And links is one of those areas that is so difficult to tell or even explain to a client how to build. And so what I usually do, uh, one of my tips uh, is that I typically tell a client, you know, just, you know, especially if they're local, get the mm -hmm. links from your local businesses uh, or business oh, organizations, yeah. you know, at least get your chamber of commerce, you know, not only is it good for a link, but it's also supporting a great thing. Um, if yeah. you want to go to the Better Business Bureau route, Bureau route, I know that's somewhat controversial, but it is a good link. Um, mm -hmm. any local buy sell, um, initiatives where they want you to buy local, join that. All these things yeah. add up. They really do. And they, they, they're great signals. Yeah. And people publish, um, l lists of read local resources and sometimes universities publish mm -hmm. lists of local resources and, um, yeah, local is, um, has there, there are a lot of opportunities opportunities for being creative. I mean, pre-pandemic, um, uh, you could even like start hosting um, um, those, um, oh, what are those meetings? The Oh, meetups? Meetups, yeah. Yeah. Or even speaking at meetups. And then um, you meet people and, and, other, and sometimes you meet other business people, particularly if the meetup is like a business related thing. And... The whole thing about links is it's always had a relationship quality to it, a relationship aspect to it. And when you go to conferences, when you go to meetups, when you start a meetup and you speak at, uh, at, at these things, you are building relationships. And sometimes these relationships can pay off with links and and, and and you do something for somebody and they, you become known. And even when I was doing, like a, I had a client that was a B, multinational B2B software company, and then they got purchased and then they started purchasing other companies and just, they just started getting huger and huger. <laughs> and, but anyway, 
um, <clears throat> even for them, you know, what I would do was I would set them up with opportunities to have them publish in newsletters and, and things like that, and not just for the links, but just for the building the awareness. Mm -hmm. And and they would reach out and, and, and ask um, some industry uh, experts to like, you know, do contribute um, uh, an opinion or something for something they were publishing on their blog. Right. And the, what we were doing, what I was doing for them was building relationships within the community of people who were likely to use their product. And they just kept getting popular and popular and bloggers would link to them and, and other sites would link to them. And, 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 but the most important metric was quarter after quarter, year over year, sales just kept getting, just increasing, increasing, increasing. And that's really, you know, more important than rankings, in my opinion, is like, is what you're doing increasing sales? And um, the link thing, you can, I think people focus too much on these shaky metrics that have, don't necessarily have any connection to rankings. And, um, and instead, they're just like focused on acquiring links, 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 but not really building any relationships with the community that, that, your, that your product serves, you know, services. And not building popularity, either. And Google is all about ranking sites that people want to see. Mm -hmm. And if people know about you, people are going to start asking for you by name, and 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 they start expecting to see your site ranked there. But you know, building relationships increase inc just increases sales, and it's been that way for a long, long time. Yeah, we often get lost in the woods focused on something that's just too simplified, but when it, when it or, well, almost too complex, but in this case, simplified, cause you're just looking at one thing, but really you should be considering it in all angles, like building links. Yeah. It is a relationship build. Mm -hmm. um, and that's especially true in local. Um, I, mm -hmm. I do feel a little sorry for uh, international brands. It's a little trickier sometimes. Um, depending yeah, on what it kind is. I think they do, but it is, mm -hmm. uh, they also tend to, well, necessarily have larger budgets so they can do other things as well. Um, yeah. Making anything go viral these days isn't as easy anymore either way. So the, Yeah, you know, I mean, if you have a chance to expose your brand to 10,000 potential uh, customers or people who could spread it by word of mouth but not get a link out of it, why would you pass that by? Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're a link builder who's required to get a link and you pass this opportunity by, which, <laughs> you <laughs> know, is, it boggles the mind, you know, that, <laughs> you know, somebody would be paid to build a link and then they walk past this opportunity to expose the brand to 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 potential um, clients, you know, just because they don't get a link. Absolutely. So yeah. one of the things I know you wanted to, you, you'd mentioned anyway, in our discussion before the show was uh, about WordPress development. Uh, sounds like there's some, I think you used the word twitchiness <laughs> going on. Or yeah. Um, yeah. A few weeks back, the, uh, the update 
the I think it was five. What was it? Five point something, five point three or something like that. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it just went sideways. Where um, uh, it was supposed supposed to be like a security update. There's like some kind of um, I think it was this cross site scripting <clears throat> thing they were patching, and some other improvements. Um, it was like just like a a small little um, update, but it went sideways and things started going wrong. But they didn't have a manual on how you stop mm. an update, so they kind of just you know pulled the plug on it, and then unintended consequences happened. And what happened was they then rolled out start the the system started rolling out a beta uh, a beta version of of wordpress and uh, and so when they look back on it they they realize well they didn't have proper documentation on how to put the brakes on an update that isn't um isn't uh, that isn't going well for whatever reason and <clears throat> recently there's like the Gutenberg um, project. They had to um, pull the plug on or t- uh, delay uh, part of uh, part of it. Um, I think it was the navigation part. Uh, uh, navigation or the widgets blocks. I don't yeah, know. Not one sure. of, I don't one use or the Gutenberg. other. We're a Divi user, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it was because it just wasn't ready, and and it just seemed. You know, just getting the perception that um, that they're having kind of like a manpower problem, and 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 they need uh, they might need a little more help there. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's, I was just looking at the 5.6 release, and they've got like over uh, six thousand, you know, bugs and stuff that need addressing, and and wow. this 5.6 which is rolling out, I think in December, uh, is, is also the one where they're gonna make it compatible with PHP 8, which is rolling out really soon. Uh, it's a major upgrade. And mm-hmm. I, you know, they say, you know, there's some backwards incompatibility things and whatever. So <laughs> with PHP 8, so we'll see when that rolls around if there's, something that might happen there where some sites that are relying on on code that is meant for like php5 that uh that that don't have the um backward compatibility anymore for that if that starts you know becoming an issue i don't know we'll see but it's some interesting yeah interesting things coming up in the wordpress world in december Hmm. well yeah and and it's it comes back to something we're always trying to inform our clients of is WordPress is a phenomenal platform. It's the reason we use it for many of our clients, but yeah. it, there is no question whatsoever. You can't let it sit. You've got to be on it. Um, and we do that for them if they're interested, but I mean, many cases, they just need to ensure that they understand that a website is no longer a static thing. Obviously you're creating content for it, hopefully, but also yeah. the systems have to be upgraded and, and kept up to date and, and it's yeah. to your advantage that it is. Uh, yes, yeah, so important. Yeah. So important because it seems like, um, I mean, there's just security issues that you have to be on top of. And and there's, 
it's not like that it's poorly coded or anything. It's just, mm-hmm. there's just anytime there's any app that where somebody can enter something information, that's always like a vector. Well, it poses a potential vector for like a, some kind of cross-site scripting type thing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not an expert, but I've been covering this. You know, I'm not a security expert, but I've been covering this and I, I see certain things repeating and, 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 um, and one of the things is that uh, some first whatever reasons, uh, plugins and, and, um, and um, themes sometimes um, have these uh, vulnerabilities. And so, yeah, really important to um, be proactive on that. And not only, you know, I, I really recommend people use a, a product like WordFence and Securi. I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. that. I don't know what the proper pronounce, pronunciation, but WordFence is just a phenomenal proactive type plugin where you can see in real time um, all the hacker bots that are slamming your site until you pl- you use this or unless you use, you look at your log files. I mean, you could, a person can look at their log files, but you know, a regular publisher might not know how to do that. But if you install WordFence, you can see, and like some of my sites were getting hit like 2000 times uh, in an evening from, uh, uh, from just one hacker bot uh, coming from one server. And that's just one. And, and then there's like, mm-hmm. you know, other hacker bots probing, looking for uh, vulner- specific vulnerabilities. Um, and I have, uh, I have a, a forum community <clears throat> and I updated it to a latest version. And I think it was like, without a proper um, uh, uh, ch- a challenge, login challenge for like about a half an hour. And in that time, I got spammed. <laughs> it's like all these spammers <laughs> locked in, registered. You know, they they were able to register and log in, and it's like I had like hundreds of posts, like really fast. I mean, it's just an wow. enormous amount. And these are some of these are, are criminals. You know, it's a criminal uh, activity, and and these are criminals, mobs, uh, mobsters. You know, it's like. It's like in Al Capone days, but it's for like hacking into sites. And there are thousands of, of these bots out there. And, you know, something like WordFence can really help. I mean, there are lots of solutions out there in cloud, Cloudflare. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a yeah, like good Cloudflare. One. What I was about to say, Cloudflare, I got my report today. Um, an interesting angle. They're showing, I'm not sure if it's a new report, but they're just sending it to me now. And it shows uh, the frequency of traffic, but then they break down how much of it's automated. Uh, a number of our client sites was close to 50% of the traffic. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, that does include I'm Google. I'm not surprised. But the rest of it was. Yeah, and these, yeah. And these uh, bots are using up the resources. If they're not properly blocked, they use up the resources mm-hmm. and they can cause Google to have a hard time crawling your site. So that's why a lot of people can look in their Google search console and they might see 500 errors in their Google search console. This is what's, this is one of the things that can cause that because the servers, 
servers um, running out of steam because it's getting hit by so many uh, of these uh, bots that it starts uh, um, throwing uh, 500 errors. Yeah, so and, people, we're not off topic here. This is SEO. <laughs> it, it is. is. I mean, yeah. you're not going to rank if your site is like hacked <laughs> or uncrawlable. It's yeah. absolutely SEO. Yeah. So, so whenever I do an audit, I also do, I also look at the security things like including um, security headers and stuff, you know, because, Excellent. yeah, because if you don't, <clears throat> if your site's offline, you can't rank. And that's SEO. <laughs> Yeah. The base, the most basic aspect of it. That's right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So Roger, yeah. I know you're mostly working on your own sites, but is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners? Like, uh, in terms oh, of well, yeah, I, I, you know, um, especially now during the pandemic, whatever, it's like, I, I'm seeing like a lot of people feel, um, might not be, have the bandwidth for, um, or need for like a, an audit type thing. So um, something that I do a lot of people get um, get uh, um, value out of is like I'll do a phone consultation. So right. yeah, so people can contact me on my website <clears throat> and you know just want to like run thing run run things by me and get my opinion on what they're going through and where what they think they need to do and just talk for like an hour or two. And I've consulted with people as far away as, uh, as Australia, um, doing that like through that. Skype or Zoom or Facebook yeah. Messenger. Yeah. Best part of our industry is being able to talk and work with people all over the world. I just think it's fantastic. Yeah. It makes me yeah, smile. Yeah, you just got to adjust your timing. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, late night, late night for me is early morning for them yeah. in Australia. Yeah. So uh, that's great. Thank you. Um, and, and your website is martinibuster.com. So anyone wants to, to connect with uh, Roger, you can do that. Um, before we tie this show up, I'd like to share our most recent testimonial on iTunes. The post is anonymous, sadly, but here it is. Title, Best Way to Learn SEO. And the description is, this show helped me get my business ranking how I wanted it. Uh, and that's it. That's all that the, the testimonial was. But you know what? That's fantastic. So from now yeah. on, when we get a new testimonial, we will read it on the show. So please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast stream. Then let us know in the Facebook group that you post the review. We'll queue you up for a future show and, and read it out. Um, we'll tell you about your, uh, we'll mention your website, you name it. We just really want to get a few more reviews out there. Right now it's only showing three. I don't know what's going with on, on with Apple. I know we've been doing this for 11 years. So I know there's more than three, but, <laughs> uh, but you, you could help. So thank you. So on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and our special guest, Roger Monty, a website publisher, owner of SEO consultancy, martinibuster.com. Thanks for joining us today. I really do appreciate you coming on, Roger. Welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. So if uh, listeners, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO 101 podcast on Facebook. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on Webmaster Radio.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.